Hey, what's going on, podcast listeners? Thank you so much for tuning into the Lead Up Leadership Podcast. On this episode number three, I have my good friend Fernando Cancino, who shares about his journey through college and how he faced mental health challenges along the way. But now he's aspiring to be a future barbershop owner. Hope you enjoy it. All right. All right, you did the, the countdown. <laughs> um, but we are back with another episode, episode number three of the Lead Up Leadership Podcast with a friend, a peer mentor, uh, someone that I've got to know the last two years. Two years. Um, yeah, none other than um, my good friend, Fernando Cancino. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up? How's it going? It's good. How are you doing? Good, good. Pretty good. Yeah. Can't complain. Thank you for having me on yeah, your podcast. for sure, man. And we are live in a st- in a study room at Sac State. At Sacramento State. Uh, we actually have to kick out some people. We don't even go here. Yeah, anymore. we don't even go here no more. So, <laughs> well, actually, I still go here. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, you know, right. doing my master's. Yeah. But anyways, um, cool, man. So I just want to jump in a little bit uh, for those that don't even know you. Could you share just about who you are, like your background, um, you know, where you're from, and then maybe how you got, how you ended up to Sac State? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Um, so... My name is Fernando Cancino, and um, a little bit about myself. I was actually born in um, Zacapu, Michoacan, okay, and um, state of, I mean, in the country of Mexico. And so I was born there in that city, but I'm actually from a small little town in Mexico called uh, Casas Villas, Michoacan, and that's where um, I lived three years of my life. And then in '97, no, excuse me, '98, we moved to Watsonville, California, and um, so it was, uh, I have three sisters, right? So it was me, my dad, my mom, and my two older sisters. My uh, youngest sister wasn't born yet. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born over here in the United States. And so I lived, um, I went to school in Watsonville, um, all the way from elementary, all the way to high school. And then eventually after high school, um, I applied to different universities, but, um, I ended up being accepted to Sac State, mm-hmm. uh, Chico State. In San Jose State as well, but I decided to choose Sacramento State. Nice. Um, and looking back, I know this was a few years ago, right? You just graduated yes. from Sac State, yes. so that's super exciting. Thank you. Um, what What was it about college, or what was your knowledge about going to college, and or your reasonings? Like, did you? I'm guessing. I don't want to assume, but your your parents didn't go to college. Um, yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so my parents, um, like where, where we're from, they there was a lot of opportunities for them to get um, schooling, right? It's just yeah. um, just a small little town. So I think they have a my mom her highest uh, level of education is middle school, mm-hmm. and my dad's um, highest level of education in high, is high school. So um, my dad actually learned um, how to speak English over here in the United States. Um, he was going to night classes while he was still working. So um, he would always tell me that he would get home from work, and then he would go to night classes to learn English. Um, so that was their highest level of education. But ever since I was a kid, I always remember they would they would always tell me, um, you know, you need to go to school. Um, school's really important. So they always, um, they always, they were always big on education. Mm-hmm. So that's how we grew up in my household. My household. And seeing my two older sisters, um, they went to college. Uh, my older sister, uh, Maribel, she went to community college and mm-hmm. she became a medical assistant. And then Lorena, she came actually here to Sacramento State as well. Mm-hmm. So um, 
there's an 11 age um, difference between me and um, okay. my, my next sibling. Yeah. So I was younger, right? So ever since I was younger, um, I would always see her like she had a, she had her Sac State sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, so being around that environment and seeing that my siblings were able to accomplish that, mm-hmm. it just gave me that um, that mm, like motivation, like oh they did it, why can't I do it? Right. I can do it too. Right, that's cool. I didn't know she went to Sac State. Yeah, yeah, she graduated. I want to say two thousand nine. Is that the one that has her own salon? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah and she salon. actually got an award, right, recently or something like that, or recognized. Her salon? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Her salon. Uh, she won um, best place to get uh, your hair done. Yeah. Um, for five years in a row now. So. Dang. So, yeah. So um, I'm I'm happy for her. She's right. she's put in a lot of work for that. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna circle back because now in a way you're kind of in the or at least you're you've been cutting hair. Yes. Uh, and you're going to barber school right now, but we're gonna touch on that a little bit later. I do want to go back to Sac State, right? Because yeah. something happened. I think it was in your second year, I believe. Yes, right? my so, sophomore year. So yeah. you talk to me about so when you got to Sac State, and then what happened because that's how we kind of got introduced yes. when you came back. Yeah. So I know I'm jumping ahead now, but tell, yeah. So tell me what happened your sophomore year and, and from there. Yeah. From that point. So um, so I moved to Sac State uh, my freshman year, uh, straight out of high school. I was 17. I remember my um, my dad and my sister had to sign my apartment because I couldn't even sign a lease, and I was here my freshman year. And my soft, sophomore year as well. So um, sophomore year, um, I had a lot of things going on. Um, um, how to explain it? With mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was my spring semester of my sophomore year. And so I would bottle in a lot of things, a lot of emotions. So um, during that time, my grandma was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And... I didn't know how to deal with it. Other things that were going on, I didn't know how to deal with it. And I kept everything so bottled in until I eventually, um, my mental health wasn't, wasn't where, I wasn't healthy mentally Yeah. to the point where I had to get help. Mm-hmm. So it was around, like I said, my spring semester of my sophomore year, mm-hmm. I realized that I was depressed, that I had anxiety. So I had to speak up and, and share with my family, you know, my parents, uh, my sister, my cousins, like, hey, I need help. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not mentally all there. Yeah. And eventually, I ended up, I ended up moving back home, um, back to community college, Cabrillo College. And was that hard to do? Yeah, that was really hard. Um, it was when I first brought it up. Um, my parents and my mom were like, I mean, my my dad and my mom, they were, they were telling me to stay here at Sacramento State. But, I mean, I. I was never on academic probation or anything. I was I was always in good standing. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that I was getting kicked out. It was um, I was putting my mental health first, and so that was a difficult conversation to have. And but I knew deep down inside that I was gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. But I just needed to take care of my mental health first and then continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I eventually moved back to Cabrillo College, and I was there for two years, and that's what I decided to come back. To, uh, to Sac State. Gotcha. And um, talk to me about what you learned when you back, went back home, whether it was from school or just about yourself, because um, it's not easy. And that's why I asked you, was it hard? Because, you know, there's a lot of pressure. Um, you know, me going to UC Davis, I came to a point, I think it was like close to like my fourth year, right? Um, 
and something happened to me where, well, basically I just put too much on my plate, right? So mm -hmm. in, in a similar sense, right? Like, yes. like I was in school, taking a full-time load. I was working part-time. Um, I was part of like a student club. Uh, and then I was also in a relationship, right? Which took up a lot of time. And I just kept telling myself, I can handle this, I can handle this, I can handle this. And, yeah. and then prior the way I prioritized certain things weren't, wasn't the best, mm -hmm. right? So I, same thing, right? Just try to hold it in, not really, sh even with, in the relationship that I was in, like telling that person, like, this is what I'm going through, this is how I'm feeling, like, I need space. I didn't know how to, like, express myself or communicate that yeah. until, like, just because, like, man, I just got to put school off. And in result, right, I, I bombed a lot of my classes, a lot yeah, of, like, definitely. requirement classes, which led then to a conversation with an advisor who was like, all right, you have two options. You can either stay in school by switching your major mm -hmm. or you can leave for a quarter um, and then reapply to get back in. Yeah. Now, now I was basically left with this, a decision of, like, dang, do I leave and kind of like try to explain this back to my family? Yeah. Because they don't really understand, right? They, yeah. they know only so much of like how school going and, and basic things like that. But I was like, I can't, I can't go back home. And personally, me, I cannot yeah. go back home and tell my mom, like, I'm going to take a break. Um, and also, I, I was like, if I take a break now, I might not want to come back. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to have to live with the consequences of yeah. like my bad decisions and change my major. And thankfully for me, it worked out because I started doing a lot better in terms of my classes. I, I felt a sense of confidence in myself, mm -hmm. self-esteem, yeah. right? And kind of just putting things off of like, all right, school is actually number one. Not just saying that anymore, but really it's like, all right, I'm dedicating to, to study. Um, and then, you know, stepping down from a leadership position in, in my student club, but still being involved, but just to a lesser degree. Yeah. Uh, even with my relationship, like cutting that time out, which was a lot Um and then working part-time, right? So basically going back to what I was saying, right? So what did, what did you learn from your experience going back to community college, uh, whether it was about school or about yourself? Um, yeah, so um, when I went back to community college, it was, um, I was still enrolled, you know, I was still enrolled full-time. I was, I was taking classes here and there. Mm -hmm. I was still in the group of school, so I never really left school. Yeah. And I was working as well, part-time. So while I was doing that, um, I was going to therapy as well, you know. Um, mm. I would go, um, I would meet once a week with my therapist and we would talk. So going to therapy, um, that really helped me out, like um, get out of that hole in the sense of um, being depressed and having anxiety. Mm -hmm. So dur during those two years, I learned a lot about myself. Um, it was just, it was just a different experience. I had never experienced that before. But the outcome of it, um, I grew as a person. I I feel like those two years, I, mat I matured so much more that mm -hmm. I, I'm going to go back. But like I said, everything happens for a reason. Maybe, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, just, I came back to Sacramento State, right? Mm -hmm. And when I was here, like my, you know, after I transferred my second time here, it just, every, I was on top of everything, you know, mm -hmm. um, just so hungry just to finish, finish that, that degree. And, mm -hmm. and, and, accomplish what I had originally right. moved out over here for. Right. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward, you come back. Um, what were some of your goals? Because I think at the time when I met you, I think you were, uh, I forget what restaurant, but you were you were cooking or you're trying to be a chef at the time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you see where I'm going now, right? Yeah. So you, you start off like cooking, I need, I need to use the chef. Yeah. And then <laughs> somewhere down the line, 
you started cutting hair. So talk yeah. to me about like where the the chef and the cooking because you were pretty good at that, right? And you really yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. And no, then definitely. you and then you switch like like that. Yeah. At least to me, um, yeah. when it came to the the uh, cutting hair. Yeah. So talk to me about that. Definitely. So I was working at the um, at the Blue Pair restaurant. It's closed now, yeah. but I was working there uh, with one of my good friends, um, Andy. And while working there, right? Um, so um, my mom taught me how to cook, right? And it was just like basic stuff, but at the restaurant, that's where my skills um, they grew. So I was, I was like, damn, this is, you know, um, I, I enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. fun for me. So I was debating whether uh, to go to culinary school after because um, I enjoyed it so much. But during that time, when when I first met you, um, my sister Lorena, she gave me um, a pair of clippers for my birthday, mm. and. I always owned a pair of clippers, but I had I had lost my my other pair, so I I, I never really yeah. bought a new pair until until she gave me one. That was when you were younger, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, I, I believe my first haircut was um, I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I I cut one of my cousins, and I convinced them to to let me cut his hair. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so he wanted a mohawk, and I ended up giving him. I don't know what I ended up giving him. And but and you didn't know how to do a mohawk. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I had no experience cutting hair, right. but I, I somehow convinced him to, to let me cut his hair. How'd it turn out? Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. And um, I remember I told him after the haircut, I told him, like, hey, um, we both went to the same middle school in Watson, yeah. Chavez. And I told him, like, hey, uh, just don't tell anyone that I cut your hair. I'm going to get roasted. You're going to get roasted. But it was it was just a funny experience. Yeah. That was funny. That was my first haircut, right? And so I always had clippers around me, but I just never... Um, thought about that. Like, yeah. Thought about that. Like I can make a career out of this. I can make a business out of this. Mm-hmm. I was just focused, like in the univer- the university system, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always had clippers, clippers with me. And fast forward to Sacramento State when I was working at the restaurant. Um, like I said, my sister gave me a pair of clippers, and I started cutting up my my own hair again. You know, I, w- I started cutting my own hair, and then they started coming up pretty good started practicing more and then I started cutting uh my cousin Sergio's hair mm-hmm. and I would just practice on him until um I remember a haircut I was like oh damn this looks it looks pretty nice <laughs> and then I started cutting other people's hair and then eventually I became obsessed with it I became obsessed with with um wanting to learn more mm. uh I was I would uh I would be in class and um I'd be looking up YouTube videos how to how to fade out a line how to do this how to do that until I realized that it's just what I like. It's like what is to me. It's fun. To me, cutting hair is fun, and I just um, so my my last semester here, I started looking up to. I started looking up uh, barber schools. Um, you know, just I I I had that little itch, so I was like, I'm gonna Google how much how much do, um, how much it costs to to go to barber school, mm-hmm. right? Out of Google, until eventually I decided to take a tour to um, the current school that I'm enrolled in. Mm-hmm. And I just signed up. I went for it, but that was that was um, the switch that I made. Yeah, and that's where you are right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm currently enrolled at uh, yeah. Federico Beauty Institute. I'm yeah. uh, two months in into the barber program. How's it been the last two months? Um, it's been a different experience. So I've been working, and in the afternoon um, I go to barber school uh, Tuesday through Friday. Um, I go in the afternoon from five thirty to eight thirty, mm-hmm. and then Saturdays I'm there for eight hours. So yeah. Yeah, it's definitely been a, a different experience. Yeah, yeah. and um, I know recently too that you. Um, so 
So the Barberos Co. Am I saying it right? Yeah, Barberos so, Company. So that's that. So, <laughs> so talk to me about that because I know your your ultimate goal um, is to have your own barbershop, right? Or yes. Um, talk to me about Barberos and, and Company. Yes. And like, what do you hope to do like in the future? Some of your goals and where you see yourself because barber school is about what two years, year and a half. Uh, a year and a half. So yeah. um, I. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. I'll be done by uh, December uh, 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Call. That's um, that's the company name. The um, but eventually my goal is to um, once I graduate from barber school, mm-hmm. um, open up open up my own uh, barber shop, right? And um, yeah, that's that's the that's a goal I have in in mind. So my question is, uh, why is it important for you to have your own barber shop? Um, so ever since I was a kid, I always knew I was going to be a business owner. Um, I remember the first time that I was introduced to the concept of business was, um, it was elementary school, fifth grade, uh, for science camp, right? They would make us, um, so they would make us, um, sell candies. I think I remember it was like a box of 32 candies and the school would buy them for Mm. like $11 at Costco. So we would go out there and sell sell these candy bars uh, for a dollar a piece. Mm-hmm. So that's I I think that moment I knew that it was fun to me. It mm-hmm. was fun to me um, going to to different houses and trying to sell them candy bars. It, I just enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, my dad would be because I think we had to we had to um, sell two hundred dollars worth to pay for the trip. And my dad was like, oh yeah, sell, sell um, as many as you can. And then if not, I'll pay for the rest. But I remember I, I sold more than, than was, uh, that was needed for me. So to me, that was fun. And so I, I knew that I was gonna be a business owner, but I just didn't know what. Mm. And, and at first I thought I was gonna be a restaurant. I mean, that's still, that's still a possibility, mm-hmm. but, um, to me, business, um, it was fun, you know, like um, mm-hmm. buying the box for $11 and then and then uh, selling each candy bar yeah. and then um, having $30 at the end of the day. So that was profit. That was the, the rest of it was profit. Mm-hmm. So to me, that was fun. And um, so going back to your question, um, I think um, being a business owner, there's a lot of opportunities for for growth as a person and then economically. So I think part of the reason that that we moved from uh, Michoacan to California mm-hmm. was to be in a better standing economically. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's just like where I come from is um, really uh, n- not a lot of opportunities. So I think that's something else that keeps me hungry too, um, knowing knowing where I come from and wanting to um, to um, to become a better person. Mm-hmm and being a business owner as well yeah what do you do right now to outside of like barber school um because i know one way we still kind of connect back and forth is like we send a lot of we send each other a lot of videos right like a lot of like learning videos whether it's like gary v or um uh, the minority mindset you put me on there yeah so um why is that important for you to to like just get educated and learn things yeah um Definitely. That's important for me because I feel, even though I already have my bachelor's degree, I feel like self-education is really important because um, we're still going to continue um, learning and growing. So that's that's something that I've been doing um, post-Sac State. 
excuse me. Um, so I like to read books. Um, I try to I try to read um, a chapter a night. I mean, it, it, <laughs> sorry, man. Yeah, it's it. hard. It's I hard. I won't tell you, professor. Yeah, sorry. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard uh, keeping up with my reading, but um, right now I'm thinking. Um, Reading Thinking Grow Rich by uh, Napoleon Hill. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I've, I've been reading that. And I also listen to podcasts. Um, I've been listening to the Gary Vee podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, D.O.V. Yeah, D.O.V. <laughs> I've been yeah. listening to the Gary Vee podcast. And he just talks about um, just different ideas, you know, just chase whatever you want. Um, uh, whatever makes you happy, do that. And I've been listening to that. And also uh, Minority Mindset. So Minority Mindset is... Uh, um, it's a Instagram page, YouTube channel for people uh, improve their financial literacy skills. And I think that's very important because, like I said, coming from where I come from, um, sometimes we're not taught how to manage our money. or Sometimes we're not taught um, how money works and um, how to be economically stable, right? So I think that's that's really important. And that's, that's something that I've been working on myself. Because um, take it a few years back, I was horrible with my with my uh, spending habits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would get a little bit of money and I would just spend it, mm-hmm. spend it on things that I wouldn't even really need. So I think that's that's very important. Yeah. Um, if you could go back in time, right? You're 24? 24. 24. 24. If you go back in time to your freshman year in college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, knowing what you know now about uh, your mental health yeah. and money, um, what would you tell... Uh, that eighteen-year-old Fernando. Um, I would I would tell myself to um, um, so that's the thing. I don't think I would want to change anything because it was a learning process. So I had to go what I had to go through to get to the to get to where I am now. So I mean, it's okay to to make those mistakes. It's okay to um, to. To experience different things, because that's what growth is, you know, learning, learning experiences. But if you connect the dots backwards, you're like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done this. But that's that's the whole beauty of this, um, just learning experiences. And that that's if I wouldn't have made those mistakes in the past, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I would change anything. I just um, accept accept what happened mm. and continue learning. Yeah. What are some of your goals for this next year and the next few years? What would you like to be in like the next five years? In the next five years? Yeah. Um, I definitely see myself um, having my own barbershop in the next five years. Um, like I said, you know, finishing up my barber's license, that's uh, it's pretty high up on my priority list. So I take that very serious. And um, I just see myself like growing even more as a person. You know, there's, I feel like there's always room for improvement no matter what it is. Uh, it's always room for improvement. So, so keep on, you know, keep on learning, keep on listening to podcasts, keep on reading books, and just uh, becoming a better person. You know, um, the, like the best version of myself. So, um, that's where I see myself in the next five years. Dope. Well, thank you again, man, for um, taking some time to be on the podcast. I'm excited to see your growth um, and your development over time. And uh, just appreciate your friendship, man. So yeah, thank you. Excited, appreciate it. excited for you know as you go through barber school and yeah. the next two years. Hopefully, you will be done December twenty twenty. Yeah, hopefully. And celebrate. Yeah. Um, but awesome, man. So thank you again. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having. Thank me. you guys for tuning in to the Lead Up Leadership Podcast. We'll see you next time.